And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Cameron Woolley Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I am Cameron Woolley. Yeah. So, uh, where are we going today? A, a bit more of an eventful week this week. Yeah. You have been. Uh, I was in Tampa. Traveling as Went to per Tampa. usual. And when you go to Tampa, what do you do? You go see hockey. Yeah, so, of course. So uh, that's what you do now. You go down to Tampa. The, the bolts are one of the top attractions there. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. And I went to Amelie Arena down in Tampa Bay. Had a great time. Beautiful arena. Beautiful space. Uh, good, good hockey fandom down there. I was surprised. Oh, yeah. Surprised. Well, I mean, Warm there's something state. to watch. Good point. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, they got a good product on the ice. And... Uh, yeah, <laughs> and a uh, little little taste of home in New York. They played the Islanders, so aka the Devils 2.0. Yeah, the <laughs> the uh, leftovers. Yeah, it was fun. So four seconds into the game, what happens? Uh, Chara Maroon start <laughs> oh my God. throw down the gloves, start fighting. Uh, I don't know what their I don't know what their beef was. I don't yeah, know. I don't know, I don't know why, but I'm asking. Got six nine forty four year olds at Daniel Chara. Uh, fighting uh, six three, uh, Mr. Maroon. So, and she's uh, guess who won that fight? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, hockey fights had that one. <laughs> there were only two fights in the NHL that night. They're both uh, happened during that game. I can't remember. Oh, who, lucky! Can't remember who, who who the other fight was. But I, I think I've mentioned numerous times I saw Brian Boyle fight Tom Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was Battle of the Titans right there, though. That was cool. Uh, yeah, Pat Maroon. He's uh, he's known as one of the. Uh, uh, grittier players yeah. in the yeah. NHL and Zdeno Chara is just yeah, come on the, the beast guy, he's he was made in a lab <laughs> yes he was a rush uh, uh, eastern block experiment yeah for sure yeah and it, and it worked he's Ivan Drago on ice man. Yeah. <laughs> I must break you yeah it was good uh, it, was, it was nice to see Prize, Prize back on the ice oh uh, yeah good um I like Cal Clutterbuck just because his name is Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, yeah, a decent fourth liner. Or, or, well, except he was minus four last night playing the Yeah, uh, what Panthers. the hell does, the hell does plus minus even mean? I, I, I put a lot into it. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot into it. Um, if you're on a yeah. bad team, chances are you're going to have a bad plus minus. And uh, I'm going to give it up. Uh, Andy Green played his career 1,000th oh, game Oh, you went that to night. his 1,000th game? I oh, that, dude, that's awesome. I didn't know, but... Yeah, you did, you just like, happened to be there. That's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 that was good. You know, serve the Devils pretty well. Quite a long time. Pretty well. Played most of his career there. Give it up for him. Uh, and I was cheer for Paul Mary. I, I still like him. He's not on yeah, the Devils, I, but I... And I like, it's so odd that they're in the Metropolitan Division, but they're like my second favorite team simply because they have so many players on that team Yeah, that I used to root for growing up. Yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, Zach Parise, I mean, what the hell else do I have to say about him? He was a stud on the Devils. He was... It was. I knew that we went to a shootout. It Zach would Zach, yeah. Zach Zach would probably score, which he had a pretty good conversion rate. I don't have it off the top of my head. It just seemed like anytime there was a shootout, he would he would score. Yeah. So he had good moves. So that was that was fun. That was fun. And then um, the uh, next week's Thanksgiving, I got in laws coming in from Ohio. My brother in law was like, "Hey man, so is there a game on Wednesday?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, they're playing the Wild." I'm like, let's go. Right, let's go. He's like, "You want to pick up tickets? Pick up the tickets. Get the tickets." I'm gonna be going up to Vermont for Thanksgiving. Are actually. you? Got a 
Yeah, some uh, family friends up nice. there. Nice. I drive to Vermont though. It's a long uh, drive. No, no, and it's like northern Vermont. It's like oh, close to Canada. It? It's like twelve hours. Oh, okay. Well, have fun. I'll be chilling at the Rock on, on Wednesday with my family. Uh, I think a, another friend of mine is going to be at that game. And I, and I said, like, dude, if I wasn't going to Vermont that day, I was going to go to that game. And oh, man. Like, I was thinking, like, simply because he was there. And I'm just like, no, it wouldn't suck if if I just happened to get tickets that game. Because Devil's yeah. tickets are super easy to get. Yeah, they're pretty I cheap. I mean, the Rock barely fills up. They're yeah. They're cheap. And you can get relatively good seats for the price. Yeah. I mean, Devil's Game for a sporting event is a cheap night out. Yeah, it the is. The food there is still uh, still got a tag on it, but. Yeah. Well, but it, the tickets are cheap enough. It, yeah, it I, I, I've looked. I see there as low as 19 bucks on some games. Oh, no. Like, if I go to college in New York, I'm just. Like, I'm going to make it a point to, like, go to go to Devil's Games Take every now and then. the train down, and yeah, let's go. Oh, dude, I'll meet you there, man. If you're I'll like, just, dude, I'm going to the game. I'll just uh, hitch a few trains, and I'll yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be at the Rock. Yeah, I got it found. I had 50 bucks laying around. I'm yeah. sitting in the nosebleeds. I'll meet you there. But uh, last week, 1-1-1. Uh, one, one one, hey, hey. I'll take it, man. If, if somebody told me that the Devils would go 2-1-1 one and one in that stretch against four pretty good teams, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> I'll take it. I'd say four very good teams. One previously was like 10, like 10, and 10 one. one. Yeah, 10 and one. And uh, we talked about them last week. They crushed the Panthers, thankfully. Yeah. And they, they beat the Islanders convincingly. They kept that rolling. I watched that game. That has got uh, one of the best game, played games in a while. That, that yeah, dude, that, that was a complete game. First period, Blackwood kept them in it. Yes. I will say the first period except for the shorthanded goal by Kulkanen. Oh, man, how great was that? that? That was so funny, like P.K. Subban getting an assist. I'm like, first of all, why is P.K. Subban still on the penalty kill? And, I don't know. And uh, But, hey, it worked. Yeah. yeah that They just screwed up, and Kulkanen just happened to find a wide-open net on the rebound. And uh, yeah. He just put that in. Blackwood kept him in in the first, but the second and third periods, the Devils were relatively dominant. I thought, yeah, I thought Shout good. out to Tomas Tatar scoring yes. his first goal as a Devil. Yeah, it was a weird goal, though. I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a deflection. Sure. Yeah, what if someone's... It, it, it I think went off, who's asked it to go off of? Um, Tatar's. It went <laughs> off Tatar's Oh, it went Tatar's ass. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so, hey, man. Hey, goal is a goal. <laughs> goal is a goal. So, you know, <laughs> like, put the masking tape around to, like, ask goal, like, number one. <laughs> yeah. New Jersey Devils, uh, 11-11-2001. Yeah. 11-11-2021. Yeah. It was good. I, there were a couple of defensive lapses in that first period. They gave away a couple of breakaways. That, yeah, Matt that, Barzell had a break like dude. a minute in. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, God. Dude, Matt Barzell is so annoying to watch when he's playing against your team. Yeah. Yeah, but thank God we had that. But Blackwood was a wall, man. He's, it's 42 shots he saved? I think it was 42 shots. Shut out. This is the this is the Blackwood I like to see. Yeah, this is just Blackwood. Period. Blackwood being Blackwood. That, that's just Blackwood. I love it. It just works that way. Um, the I Devils um, haven't won a game since. However, they lost. I wouldn't say handily to the Boston Bruins. That score is very deceptive. No lopsided. Yeah. But, uh, okay. The Mercer line looked great. Everything else looked bad. Mercer line. Like, however, I couldn't watch because Comcast. At my, I was at my grandparents. Oh, that they have weekend. no MSG. Yeah, they have Comcast. They don't have no MSG, MSG anymore. And I was actually in the studio during that game. Right. I was filling in 
for you. To- oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Then I was, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was, I was texting you afterwards, but yeah, I was like, dude, check out that goal, man. Yeah, but dude. It- J- Jesper Bratt, Dawson Mercer, and Andreas Janssen have just been a great, great uh, collection of players when they're on the ice at the same time. They just work. I like it. We need a name for that line now, man. I don't know if uh, <laughs> it doesn't, it, nothing really works out, but yeah. Yeah, it was pretty great. You're right here. They got the bing, bing, boom, score, tic tac toe, bang. Gotta love it. I love, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I, I can get used to this. Dude, Dawson Mercer is. Dude, if it is literally just one positive takeaway that I can take from this double season so far, although granted, there have been a few positives. I've sure. liked how things have looked so far, but easily the biggest one has been Mercer. Absolutely. Oh, I, by far. So, it, that was just beautiful. Oh, my God. Yep. Boom, right under the crossbar. I, I mean, geez, man. I with Dude, Mercer is just... With no Jack Hughes right now, he's really stepped up. Dude, and, Dawson Mercer is going to be this team's third line center when Jack Hughes comes back. <laughs> That's Depth dangerous. Down the middle with three very talented players. Absolutely. Because you know how I feel about Nico Escher. He is, I do. Like, he's my guy. He's your guy. I, like, I love Nico Escher. No doubt. I was thrilled when he was named captain. Yeah. My most recent Devils jersey purchase was a Nico Heischer away jersey. I Man. wonder. I wonder if they like next time I go go to a game, and I don't know if I'm gonna. Actually, I think I should wear my Nico jersey because he's the only player that only jersey of a player that I have that's currently on the team. Yeah. I wonder if I can get a C stitched. You can. <laughs> onto my jersey. I, I don't know. The Devils. They seem like a classy enough organization to. Or at least they're classier than most hockey right. organizations yeah. to, you know, put a just stitch that letter onto my Nico Heischer jersey. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jesper Bratt playing good lately. Dude, Jesper Bratt has been. I remember like two weeks in the season when people say, Bratt sucks. I'm like, dude, it's Jesper Bratt. He's, right. we know he's good enough to to be a dynamic forward on this team. I mean, Absolutely. Like, and we were talking with Ken Danico. He was saying like, yeah, Jesper Bratt, he's like, other than Jack Hughes, he's the most dynamic playmaker on One, this team. 1,000%. Yeah, we heard this firsthand. Yeah, we heard this In firsthand. person. Yeah, we heard this. We heard this straight from the mouth of Mr. Devil himself. Right. So, uh, Unfortunately, Brad Marchand nets two goals. and uh, oh, Brad Marchand. Yeah. Of course yeah. it's Marchand. Yeah, scoring goals seven and eight. Uh, hey, they they call dude, that line scored three goals, dude. Yeah. They they don't call it the perfection line for nothing. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, Marshan Bergeron and Pasternak, yeah. just a combination that has caused all sorts of problems for the Devils over the years. Yeah, Pasternak especially has been a problem. Dude stinks. Uh, Devils zero for three on the power play. Uh, kill one of two power plays. So, um, yeah, special teams. They're, they're po- how are, they have improved on special teams lately. I will say that at least on the, especially on the penalty kill, they've right. improved a lot. But right, but their power play has not been good. Yeah, their power plays. I mean, it's looked better as of late, but it's looked better at the. Uh, yeah, still. 
I, I think they rank pretty low though at 26. Yeah, they still rank lower pretty 20s. low on power play. Yeah, yeah, they want to win. They got to improve that. You got to take yeah. advantage. Yeah, take that man advantage for sure. And they've lost to the Rangers and shit. Oh my god! Well, you gotta give it all. You you gotta you gotta be but thankful gotta for that point, for Pavel dude. Zaka. I mean, you gotta be thankful for that point. Um, the, yeah, plus that that the, Capo Calco goal. That, that was goal awful, was dude. So, that, that was scuffed. awful. That that was we, so scuffed. We, we gotta watch it because watch, like look at this. Watch it. It's it's pretty. It's awful. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but, uh, okay, I will say really bad yeah, play by yeah, Graves there. Yep, taken in the neutral zone. Elbows Blackwood. Yeah, so he did get elbowed in the head, but yeah, did throw an elbow in the head. But hey, you know what are you gonna? Oh, oh my God, dude, this is just uh, my problem with it is that Ruff didn't challenge that. But before he shot the puck, yes. he ran in the Blackwood. Right. It wasn't Elbowed. intentional. No, but, I, I, but, I, I'm not going to knock Kako for that. No, no. Like because he was skating. It's right. like he's a big dude. Sure. It's tough to change momentum. Yeah. I'm not going to blame Kako. Right. But it did happen. Yeah, it did happen. And stuff like that does happen. Sure. Like I'm not going to call Capo Kako a dirty player. Right. For, for doing that. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to treat him the same way Rangers fans treat P.K. Subban. Yeah. However, oh, it did happen. In some circles, they call that you know, goalie interfer- interference or whatever they want to call if you, it. If, but you, if you have eyes, that's goalie interference. Yeah. If you can see, yeah, that's, that's goalie interference. <laughs> yeah, but no, they didn't call it nothing. No way challenge. So, and it, it, it yeah. Put it on three two, but I, you gotta love the fight in this team. But yeah, I, you gotta this, love the fight. this team's never out of a game. It is I not. will say, dude, Pavel Zaka is just seventeen. Which I give it up third. for that line, man, dude. Zaka, Zaka, Hisher, and Tatar. Tatar, dude. Who the hell is Jack Hughes gonna play with when he comes back? <laughs> anyway. Are they just gonna stick him with Sharon Govich and Quokin in again? I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, there's a crunch. Yeah, but thank God, time's winding down. Here's a couple minutes left. Yeah. All right. Naka gets his own rebound. Boom. Puts it. That was in. nice. Just the Devils good. ended up losing good. in the shootout, but. Take the point, man. I'll take the point. Take the point. I'll take the point. Especially against. with that. Or that late in the game. It, Boom, boom. <laughs> Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Get your own rebound. Very nice. I love how much Pavel Zaka has grown over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, dude, what bugs me so much is that the Devils had multiple actually, chances to win this yeah, game. Yeah, they actually... Like, they Panarin actually scored... When the game was on the line, then yes. Johnson scored, and then Ryan Strom scored with the game on the line, and then, and then Chris Kreider scored to end it, which was a, a brutal way to lose a game. Like my I god, I can't stand Chris Kreider, man. Dude, <laughs> that guy is such a killer. Oh my god. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, seven rounds though. So. 
Usually the devil shootouts don't go that long. So yeah, they usually don't. So go maybe that these long. guys are learning something. Unfortunately, the the Rangers matched them goal for goal, and uh, yeah, it, that it's it was, it was unfortunate. I mean, I'm not going to blame Jonathan Bernier for letting in breakaways. Like, come on, no, no, shootouts dumb. No, the shootouts dumb, and I'm saying that solely because the Devils losing them all the time. Yeah, because Would've I been... am what they call a sore loser. Sure, so am I, especially if the Rangers are involved, yes. I will be a star Oh, my loser. God, dude. If the Devils won that game, imagine how much shit we'd be talking we would, right oh now. God, we'd talk we so would be talking shit. so much shit. Oh, we'd my God. So much shit. As, as, we'd be like, we'd be like, ah! Yeah. You guys are up 3-2 with two minutes left. Like, ah! How, how do but, you lose to the Devils in a shootout? Oh, my God. Kako. Kako elbowed Blackwood in the head. Right, and He's they still such lost. a bust. <laughs> He's so a bust. He's such a bust. <laughs> and I love how Rangers fans are taking that performance by Kako, which, granted, he had a good game. It's good. Got Again, his, broken clock is right twice a day. Kako. Goal and assist and uh, a goal in the sh- yeah, goal in the shootout. And it's also Lafreniere scored. So he did. great. He did. The, the, so the, there the, goes. Their, their kids are, are doing good, too. Oh, no, their kids aren't playing well. They just happen to play a great game at the same yeah, time. Well. Adam Fox. Dude, that guy is such a... Oh, it drives me crazy. Like the how the Rangers got Adam Fox will never cease to piss me off. Right. Adam Fox basically said to the team that drafted him, he basically stomped his feet and whined his way onto the Rangers because he's like, I'm not gonna pay for any other team. Right. It's like, dude, why the dude Adam Fox dude? Uh, dude, the Rangers, literally the only reason they got the best defenseman in the league is because they have, they happen to have brand reach that goes out to Long Island. Dude, why? Why was he a Rangers fan in Long Island? <laughs> sometimes, like sometimes I wonder. Right. Every single time I see Adam Fox do something against the Devils, which happens very often. Um, you got to wonder what would have happened if Adam Fox, like, you know, grew up in Middletown or something. No. Yeah. Like if he grew up in Asbury Park. Well, he would have went to play for the uh, the Flyers or the, or the Maple Leafs like uh, Van Riemsdyk. So. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but not everybody is James Van Riemsdyk. I know, I know. No, Adam Fox grew up in the 90s, dude. This would have been I know. like in the early 2000s. The Devils ran the league at this time. You couldn't escape red and black. Yeah around here during the devil's golden age. Right. So he would have been a devil's fan. And then would have been like Adam Fox grew up to be a devil's fan. Next thing you know, we have defensive pairings. We have Dougie Hamilton and Adam Fox as our, like Dougie Hamilton would be our second pairing defenseman. Boom. Stanley cup. Easy. For sure. But no, we can't get that. We would have had a defensive pairing in the future. Grace and Hamilton would have stayed together, but it would have been Luke Hughes and Adam Fox. Dude, why? I want to see that episode of What If. Like, what if Adam Fox grew up a Devils fan? Right. How many cups would this team have won? My God, dude, imagine a power play with Adam Fox and Jack Hughes. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So, I mean, yeah, it would have been... What a great beat the Rangers, especially late in the game, come back, but take, take the point. And we would have been talking about the Ottawa Senators game. But that Senators got COVID. They did. Postponed. COVID. Postponed. They were supposed did, to come Didn't here. affect the Devils, thankfully. No, they get they get um, an extra day off, so. 
than Blackwood, especially after he got his bell rung. You like that extra day of recovery. Yep. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's one less game without Jack Hughes. So yeah. we're just going to stick with that. It is uh, working his way to what they were saying five weeks ish. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. Um, And then this week, Florida road trip. Go down, play the Panthers again. Hopefully we get the same result. Yeah. They're a good team, though. Yeah, they're really good. Then, then we got Tampa uh, they, the, then they go Saturday the in the, the afternoon, in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. So it's a strange time to have Very. A 4 o'clock p.m. I don't know why 4 o'clock. But I don't know either, but I'll, yeah. I'll stick with it. Yeah, for sure. And then day before Thanksgiving, the uh, Minnesota Wild, which uh, I will be at that game. I'm excited. Oh, cool. I'm excited. Devils haven't beaten the Wild at the Rock in a minute. Uh, so I, I can't even remember the last time. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. So should yeah, I mean it could we I mean dude, if they if they go one 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 again. But hey, if they keep taking at a decent pace. You know, they go And the wild are no slouch. They're the not they're actually pretty good. They're I mean, doing very well. I mean Kirill Kaprizov. Oh my god. They he will, is so uh, good. Take a look at the standings here. Dude, the Metro, I hate being in the Metro. Yeah, I, yeah Minnesota's uh, second in the Central, 10, 10 and five record. So they're uh, they got twenty points. They're doing pretty well. The uh, this Metro division stinks, man. I it's hate tough being to, in it. That's just everybody we can't beat up on anybody. Almost every team is over five hundred. <laughs> There's nobody. There's nobody to beat up on. No. If you look objectively, the worst team here is either us or Columbus. Right. And Columbus is eight and five and we're seven and four. Right. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I get that the Penguins and the Islanders have lost. Sure. Are under 500. But what the hell do I care? Dude, you don't. <laughs> you do not care about them. Dude, they're. They're good teams. They're gonna yeah. There's no Montreal, Ottawa to beat up on uh, like the Atlantic. Division. Oh my god, so, dude! Imagine being dude. If the Devils were in the Atlantic Division, this would be. Dude, imagine having the luxury to play the Habs and the Senators, like five times a year. Yeah. Wait, how often do divisional opponents play each other? I, I haven't figured out that one yet. But oh god, dude! Or being in the the Central. Yeah. You get the Blackhawks and Coyotes. Yeah. All the time. Beat up on them. So And then in the Pacific, you're in the Pacific. So yes. yeah, yeah. Although the Pacific doesn't suck this year for some reason. No. Which no, it runs through pretty decent. There goes my no, no, I jinx. No, I jinx the Pacific into being good. That's my fault. <laughs> it's my bad. How are the ducks leading that to be cheese? It's because Troy Terry is Playing like Scott Niedermeyer, that's what yeah. happening. Yeah, for sure. I mean Trevor Zegris. I love me some Trevor Zegris. Yeah. But uh did you see the big news in regards to the Penguins? Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the Red Sox group. Is that what it's called? The Red Sox yeah, the Fenway group? Sport, the Fenway Sports Group. John is. Henry. Looks like uh he's gonna yeah, I guess Lemieux and his business partner are like, Hey man, you wanna buy this team? We we'll sell. Well, so we we, we like, turned it around. Yeah, you want to buy a stake? We pulled it out of bankruptcy. Want to buy a stake in the team? Yeah. 
Yeah. Got a couple rings. And uh yeah, you guys want to take over? Add to your add to your portfolio. Uh the uh I think they also own the uh, is it Liverpool? Yeah, they own Liverpool. Okay, and the Red Sox. <laughs> they own Liverpool, the Red Sox, and, and now the steak- Pittsburgh Penguins. And now they want to add the Penguins. That's <laughs> that that could be interesting. John Henry. Uh, I wonder what it man. I wonder where it was worth. How many billions? Are, they in the, are we in the billions or is this no? More? No, the pens, the NHL team. Not not bill. Okay, not like the not like the Yankees. <laughs> wonder, jeez, uh, man. Um, uh, people can joke about buying the Penguins with Sidney Crosby, age thirty four, and uh, Malkin at thirty five. Like, oh, it's, a pen- <laughs> it's Penguins. It's the Penguins, the valuable, valuable franchise. Wait, wait, wait. Did Mario Lemieux own a stake in the team while he played? I believe he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. I believe he did, yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, geez, man, talk about working for yourself. <laughs> How great is that? It's like being a like a big boss on a like on a like a plumbing group or like a contractor right. or whatnot. Uh, Penguins like the are boss the gets. NHL's 15th most valuable team with a value of 845 billion. So almost a billion. Yeah. Almost a billion. Yeah. And yeah. hockey's a growing game, so. Yeah. The, uh. Hey, hey, this investment, like most stocks, should go up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even. I, you know, the uh, major. F- Major league sports franchise, pretty solid investment. They, they usually go way up. I mean, look at Steinbrenner. He uh, he got a good return. Look at Jerry Jones. Look at Jerry Jones. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Dude, screw Warren Buffett. Dude, Jerry Jones. Jerry he's, Jones, man. He's the yeah. best investor. Yeah. He invests in sports franchise <laughs> or in a for sports. Dude, screw you slash DFV. The guy who got the guy who made forty seven million dollars with GameStop options. Yeah. <laughs> Um, nah, dude, Jerry Jones. So could could be could be interesting, could be interesting. So, hey, speaking of, I don't know, I don't know why this made me think of it, but it's relevant. But okay. do you know that the Packers are doing are like issuing shares? Yeah, again, they've done this before in the past. Now, tell it's me what you know about these. Stock. Tell me what you know about these shares. So you can become a, 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 a share shareholder in the you Packers. You can't sell them, right? So basically, they're worthless. <laughs> They're worthless. They're, they're kind, not. What of, good is stock you, you if get you can't a certificate sell it, saying that you own a piece of the team, but you don't get any voting rights, no veto rights, no. Yeah, you get basically get a piece of paper. Yeah, you get a piece of paper and a flex, a really weird flex that says, "Yeah, I own the Green Bay Packers," right. and in turn, you also own the Chicago Bears because the Packers own the Bears. <laughs> yeah, so. Wow. Okay. So they have sold in the first round of stock selling. Uh, I, I guess you call it like a not as that. I mean, they've already they've sold stock before. That you could call it their IPO. I guess <laughs> their their new public offering. First three hours, they sold thirty three thousand shares. So and how much? Three hundred dollars a share. How much per share? Three hundred. Um. Let's see. During the two. All right. Three hundred dollars a share. Wow, man. So, what's the math on that? Is that nine mil? Um, hold up. How many shares did they sell? 300,000. 300,000. Just put two more zeros Times 300. On there. So one, two, three, 90 four, five, million dollars. Six, seven, 90 mil. 
90 million. I mean, if all shares are sold, they can make 90 million. Okay. Oh right, right, right. They're offering three hundred thousand, thirty-three thousand sold. So they're 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 on their way there. Okay, so thirty-three thousand times three hundred, they're already at nine point nine million. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. So you can't you can't sell them. <laughs> the world's greatest Ponzi scheme. It really is. The Green Bay Packers. Really Where's the money going? Where is the money going? Nobody knows where the money is going. They're saying well, hold that up. they're uh, saying that it's going to Lambeau Field projects, but other than that, where's the money going? Right. You're paying Devontae Adams's severance pay is yes. dead cap. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, we don't have a wealthy owner, but we have tremendously loyal fans and shareholders with with a vested interest in the organization. Dude, I went on that. That's I went crazy. on the website. Yes. I think it's like Packersstock.com mm-hmm. or something. Like, I get like, it's super easy. Like, I could have bought sure. $300. Right, right. Put down a credit card number or a PayPal address or something. I could have put down my credit card number. There goes $300 down the drain. Why is no Like, the Yankees could do this, do this right? Yeah, easily, would you buy worthless Yankee stock if they or uh, so you could say you owned a piece of the team? I'd ask for it for for all, all yeah, it is. Yes, I'd ask for there would be a Christmas. I'd, I'd put it on my Christmas list. I'm like, hey, mom, can you buy me a piece Yankee? of the Yankees? Yeah, can you buy me the New York Yankees? But I think for Christmas? it's literally a piece of paper, right? Like it's literally just a piece of paper. <laughs> I I, I got to give it up to brilliant. Brilliant. I got hats Again, off. Again, Bernie Madoff is shaking his he boots is. right now in hell right. looking yeah. at that. Yeah, I was like, why that, did I like, think of this? That's a brilliant Ponzi scheme. Right. Like, nothing will convince me otherwise. The Green Bay Packers are a Ponzi scheme. They absolutely. That nobody, that people are, are applauding, encouraging. <laughs> it's so crazy, though. So crazy. Good. I, yeah, hey. Okay. Okay. So the green a piece of the Green Bay Packers okay. is three hundred dollars. Okay. You get for reference. Okay. Microsoft stock is three hundred thirty nine dollars, okay. and so that you actually can buy and sell. Yes, can you actually go up can. In value. Like you can buy calls on Microsoft. Right. Um. Yeah. This Packers stock does not go up in value whatsoever, and even if it does, you can't sell it. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, do they personalize it at least? It's got your name on it. Um, you know what? Let's. The, yeah, no, dude. <laughs> Packersstock.com. Pride of ownership. Ownership of the Green Bay Packers is one of the greatest legacies in all the sports. It binds families, generations, and communities. Pass it on. Get out of here. It's common, a, this is good marketing. Common stock man. does not constitute an investment in stock in the common sense of the term. Purchases, purchasers should not purchase common stock with the purpose of making a profit. Dude, but, and what 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 definite, the is the purpose yes, of buying um, the stock? Therefore, rendering that it, isn't how stocks right. work. <laughs> therefore, rendering it useless and worthless. But yes, you're right. Like what? The, what's the point? Like what to say? You own the team, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So dude, dude, like it, let's try. Let's see. Uh, let's see what purchase we have to. Uh, <laughs> so there's a comments like offering document. There's a blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah all this blah, blah, all blah, blah. the legalities. Basically saying that it's no, worthless. I, I'm not reading financial jargon, right? And uh, then you put the person's name down. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I'm in line to buy stock. You're in line. in line. <laughs> you're in, in line. line. Yeah. <laughs> this, you're right. This is the greatest scam. <laughs> the greatest scam ever. Great, what, it, it's amazing. It really is. It's but the it, best. Seriously, though. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, Unfortunately, I don't have $300 that I can just piss away to um to buy packers yeah also there's a holding fee of $35 holding what what are we holding you're not holding anything oh no you're holding handling okay that brings the total price up to around four dollars short of a share in microsoft okay which again can go up and down can be bought and sold can be and is worth something (laughs) <laughs> the things that sports fans will do <laughs> absolutely ridiculous like for reference um the last packers stock offering was like 10 years ago for reference stock in microsoft i don't know if there was a split in between but it was around 29 bucks a share okay for, for a share in microsoft yes so you would have more than 10x your your investment if you bought Microsoft sure. instead of buying a share Packers in the Green stuff. Bay Packers, which yeah. you can't sell. Right. But if you're a Packers fan, you got it. But it's almost like you must have it then. Yeah. If you're a Packers fan. Like you're yeah. in Wisconsin, you know, people come over to your house right there in the hallway framed up. There's your pack. You got shareholder certificate, yeah. which, which, you know, it should, it should really just say, and this is frankly to me what it says. It says, I'm not good with money. Right. <laughs> And I, just I wasted three hundred dollars on a piece of paper. It says framed on the wall. I don't know how to manage my finances. Right, but I mean, you said you would get one if there's a Yankees one. So this- <laughs> because it's funny. Again, like you said, Wisconsin. But also, I think the Yankees might have actually. I don't know if the Yankees would rise above what the Packers are doing. Right. Now Steinbrenner is already skeevy as hell. So, <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. But <laughs> tradition of ownership. I, I just love all the, the BS that they put on this a website. A 100 year long Bonzi scheme. Right. Since August 18th, 1923, ladies and gentlemen. so Publicly owned. Yes. You can't make profit off no. of this. You can't buy calls on the Green Bay Packers. No. One of the most remarkable business stories in American history. Get out of Dude, here. Th- again, Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. 1,000%. For the 1997 issuing, they put a... The, it's the University of Georgia logo. It is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, man. Dude. So funny. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers, everybody. Green Bay Packers. Give it World's up. World's best Ponzi scheme. Great job, guys. Great job. We applaud you. And the We applaud you. That, that, I don't know. They you know what? People know what Wall Street bets would be all over that because, because you can't sell it. And it's impossible to it's a it's a meme. Yeah. First of all, it's a meme. Second of all, you can't make profit off right. of it. And third of all, you can't sell it. Right. So that is the ultimate Wall Street bets trifecta for 
that investment strategy. Right. And now the same reason I go on the Wall Street bet on Wall Street bets is the same reason why I go to the zoo, which is to watch the basically to watch monkeys go and do stupid monkey things while they lose their college funds like that. That is why I go on Wall Street bets. That is that is the same reason why I'm covering the Green Bay Packers um, share issuing. Right. Because it's like you cannot look at a it's literally the worst stock in the country. One thousand percent. Like if you like if you ask any financial analyst, it's like, no, it's a terrible stock. Yeah. Why would you buy this? It's probably super overvalued. Like if you if you look at the price to earnings ratio yes. of of the Green Bay Packers. Uh the, you don't earn anything. The price to earning ratio is three hundred to zero to three hundred. So <laughs> yeah, you, you don't get anything. No, no, the price to earnings ratio is the price in relation to the earnings of the company or like earnings per share. Sure. I, I don't know. It's price to earnings ratio is basically made to judge. Okay, so it's this. That, that how overvalued a stock? It? Yes, zero. It's worthless. Okay. Regardless, it's worthless. It's just a three hundred dollars for a certificate that you can fabricate easily. Yeah. You know what? Same thing with NFTs. You can just screenshot sure. it and yeah. print it. Yeah. Uh, well, there are people in line right now waiting to buy these certificates, <laughs> including me, except I'm not buying it. Yeah. Because screw that. You're just doing it for science. Yeah. Like, like you do a lot of things for science. Right. Like that time when live on the show, like two years ago, when you called Jose Canseco to... Like, you remember when you called Jose Canseco about his Bigfoot and Alien stakeout? No, oh, yeah, 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 something like thing. that. Yeah, we got tacos. Yeah, we've done a lot of crazy stuff on the show. But we do a lot of crazy things. Yes. Like, we are, we're weird. For sure. That's what makes us great. Yes. It puts us ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> speaking of football, Giants bye week. But, Giants are on a bye week. But uh, interesting week, though. Okay, okay. Can I just, can I just talk rundown? about the Jets? I would love I to talk, about, talk the about the Jets. The two and seven New York Jets. Okay. All I could hear on WFAM for the last month was, hey, Mike White. Like, uh, like, okay, we got Tony in East Chester. What's going on, Tony? Hey, uh, I just want to say that I love the program. Mike White is the future of the New York Jets franchise. And then they say, yeah, we really like Mike White. He looked great. You got to wonder what's going to happen with him and Zach Wilson. And then he goes in and throws the four interceptions against the Bills. (laughs) No matter how low the Giants sink, the Jets find a way to break bedrock every single week. Yeah, look at Mike White. It's amazing. Jeez. 24 for 44, 251 yards, zero touchdowns, four picks. <laughs> four picks. It got so bad that he was benched for Joe Flacco in this game, and he's benched for Joe Flacco yeah, this hey, week. Hey, Flacco threw a touchdown. What are you going to do? <laughs> it got Flacco so bad. Dude, four, so funny. Four picks. Dude, this is like the like all I can hear on WFAN. <clears throat> because that's what I listen to when I drive to and from school. I don't know. It just fries my brain cells. I don't know. It's a good way to turn my brain off after school. Right. And and it's just listening to idiotic takes like Mike White being a great quarterback. And, no, it's funny. 
because <laughs> I knew that the Mike White thing was overblown. <laughs> I think we all did. Uh, no, no, a lot. Really, no, the fan didn't think that. But oh no, the fan, dude, the fan has been out of step with a lot of things. Yeah. Like I watched this game. Like, and it was just how entertaining was it? it, it, it dude, watching the Jets get their asses kicked on a Giants bye week after a win is—it's pretty entertaining. Not yeah. gonna lie, it, it's fun. So much fun. It's funny. So far, and they're a blooper reel. That's what the Jets are. That's what the Jets have always been, and that's all the Jets will be. A blooper reel. <laughs> and I feel so sorry for all the kids who are raised as Jets fans. There are a lot of them out there. <laughs> there, there are a lot of them. But yeah, man, they, somebody yeah, make a PSA. They, uh, they ran. Somebody a, make a PSA. They ran into a buzzsaw, man. Dude, and the Bills were pissed. Like the Bills came into this week because that, the week before they lost to Jacksonville. And yep. Yeah. They're trying to make a statement. It's like, okay, people are starting to question how good we are. Right. So we are going to take the Jets and bash their heads against a brick wall for four quarters yeah. and make a lot of people who have Stockholm syndrome because <laughs> that's what Jets fans are sure. like that. that oh, they're, is, yeah, they're, they're like hostages right now. <laughs> yeah. Being held hostage by a crappy team. Good point. Good point. Like we like that is what Jets fans are. When people ask me like what Stockholm syndrome is. And I remember, I don't remember exactly what Stockholm syndrome is, and I'm not trying to make fun sure. of uh, people, people get with kidnapped, Stockholm sure. syndrome at all. Yeah, and then sympathize with their captors, yes. However. But, again, that's exactly what being a New York Jets fan is. Yeah, it's Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you're kidnapped, and uh, you'd start sympathizing with the team. Yeah, yeah. Kidnapped and tortured. That is Pretty much. Jets fans. Yes. Also the definition of insanity. It is. The <laughs> definition of a lot of... A definition of a lot of mental issues can be summed up in the Jets fans. And honestly, I think, dude, Jets fans, they just need therapy. Yes. A lot of people need therapy. And especially Jets fans. I love it. Um, I mean, I love it because I'm not one of them. So I don't need therapy. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I were a Jets oh, my God, imagine how entertaining the show would be if I was a Jets fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I they've somehow managed to win two games. Uh, the, hey, uh, but one was a Mike White fluke start, and the other was against the Titans, which somehow happened. Somehow, I, st- I still don't know how that. Yeah. Happened. Well, welcome back, Joe Flacco. Welcome back, Joe Flacco. And welcome back, Joe Flacco. Speaking of winless teams, there's one team that just can't win no matter what they do. The Detroit Lions. Oh my God, dude, the Steelers. Did, did you watch this game? Did you take a glance uh, yes, at it? Yes, yes, I watched this game. Hapless, man. Oh my God, hapless. How did that happen? I. By the way, I, did you so notice confused. how many missed f- field goals and extra points there were this week? I. I know it's a funny copy pasta that everybody on Twitter sites but how do nfl kickers miss <laughs> how do they miss you're talking about extra point attempt um uh, that, that, extra or any point f- attempts field goals sure. i don't know 
Well, it's a, it's not easy. I don't know if you've ever kicked a field goal. I, I did the other week. We were messing around in it. It's not easy, but uh, it's it's pretty much kind of the one only thing they have to do. So you know, with that in mind, and they get pretty paid pretty well to do it. But geez, man, the Lions. Um, and and what was possibly the worst overtime that I've ever seen? Oh my god, it was so disgusting. Where just sloppy. Uh, yeah, couldn't pull out a win as time expired in overtime. Uh, so it's so they called it a tie, my friends. They called it a tie, and the lines are 0 8 and 1 because you gotta look because just because of, because of the lions, <laughs> because of the lions, and uh, yeah, geez, man, they. Oh, missed field goal right there. Boom. Oh my God. Fumble recovery. It was so funny. So funny. Yeah. That any game that ends in a tie is going to be hilarious because you know both teams screwed up horrifically. Right. In overtime. Yes. Uh, total insanity. Eventually, one day, the Giants are going to end up tying with a team. <laughs> And that oh, is going to be that is going to be a hell of a week for this podcast. That is going to be so confusing. I am going to enter, and I'm going to experience an emotion. Okay, that I have never experienced. Like I don't know what it's like to tie with teams. Right. I was born after the shootout came into sure came into the NHL. So I don't know what the hell a, a tie. tie is. So yeah, no one wins, no one loses. I barely even watch soccer. So right, yeah. Yeah, what a yeah, what a crap game though for sure. What a yeah, what a crap game. Um, Aaron Rodgers returns. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, yeah, it's uh, played. And that, that was such a sleepy game though. Nothing really happened. Yeah, played well enough to just... to win the game. I mean, yeah, it's three zip until the fourth quarter. So. <laughs> Such a sleepy game. Rodgers didn't even play well. No, not really. Uh, 23 for 37, 292 yards, one pick. And, uh, yeah, the 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 pick was rather bad. So Yeah. <laughs> Jamal Adams got the pick. Yep. Blitz boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But other than that, yeah, Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson couldn't do anything. Threw two picks. So, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't well. Did it? Couldn't not only couldn't score. Didn't score. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I guess the COVID is okay. I guess he's okay. I guess. Uh, <laughs> guess it didn't re- uh, affect him yeah. too much. Odell Beckham signed with the Rams. Yeah, um, very interesting. Two, two catches, eighteen like, yards, dude. <gasps> my fantasy team, and uh, you still have him on there. You didn't bench him this week? You put him in? I, yeah, I thought he was going to play well. Wait. Well, I don't know. Did I put him in? I don't know. What did I What did I do? I didn't even check my fantasy. I, I wouldn't. He doesn't even know the playbook. He got there on like Saturday, didn't he? What? <laughs> he had like two days to bone up on that. <laughs> I need to. I don't know what the hell is happening anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was going to get like a ton of targets or anything that day. Dude, right? did I you? thought he was going to get. Yes. 
I thought he was going to get fed the ball by Matt Stafford, especially after. Did you think he's going to be Robert like Randy Woods. Moss on the on the Patriots, like all of a sudden? Like Randy Moss? Like yes, that's exactly how I thought it would go down. Oh, well, guess what? You were wrong. Okay. Oh. Thankfully, it looks like Saquon Barkley is going to be back. This week? This week. Yeah, so okay, geez, I, can, they could use him. I can put him in there. Dear God. Kareem Hunt's on IR. Still, I, I, how, geez, I think he's going to be out for, he's out, how long is he out for? I don't know how long. Now that it matters, I'm, I'm winning without him, but geez. It's so insane. So we got uh, Giants of the Monday night game this week, then. In the, Tampa. The Bucks. Dude, dude we're, we're going up against a pissed off Tom Brady. We're dead. Oh yeah, oh, my fantasy it. team is three and seven. Did I am? Everybody got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Odell Beckham turned into a wait, curmudgeon. Wait, who's got a better record, the Giants or your fantasy team? <laughs> like the Giants, the Giants have a better record. Great, my fantasy uh, team's worse than the Giants. Oh my god, Ugh, I'm gonna have to galaxy brain my way out of this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make some trades. Uh, I'm gonna this is a, some trees. This is a YouTube clip entitled Visibly Angry Tom Brady and press conference early. Pissed. Mad. So, one minute press conference. Not pissed. My God. You you wouldn't like him when he's angry. Oh, I do not like him when he's angry. I mean, we have obviously, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just a, not a not a great day of football for us. So uh, it doesn't matter who you play if we you know have a bunch of self inflicted errors too. I mean, we gotta we gotta eliminate those and see, you know, see if we can go out and execute the plays that are there. Interceptions. Uh, we started with Broadway, came away with it. So, thank you guys. That's it. One minute. <laughs> oh my god. Fifty-seven seconds. Oh, Fifty-seven geez. seconds. Oh, so yeah, now that's dude, what that's the buzzsaw are... that you're running into <laughs> this week. I everybody. don't like where this is going at all. This is going to end so badly for us. Yes, it is. On a Monday night stage, national TV. On national TV. Oh. In at home. In Tampa Bay. Oh, fungal. This is going to be bad. Yes, it will be. Oh, Jesus. Yes, it will this, be. This, uh... Yes, it will be. Okay. Enough football. Okay. Enough football. We got to talk hot stove. Stove is... The stove is hot, my friends. Way too hot for middle of November, but... Hey, they make... I mean, Yankees want to make some quick moves before, before anybody else does, so... Uh... So, shortstop. Um, Corey Seager, obviously. Although, shortstop is kind of in the back of everyone's minds right now because that market is moving slower than other markets like Andrelton Simmons, or not Andrelton Simmons, um, Matt Olson and Justin Verlander. Yes. Like, that is going to be a... Like, that is a market that has been moving more quickly. We had a false alarm was sounded by Gary Sanchez, RBW2, who has me blocked. 
on Twitter, by the way. What did you say to him? Um, I committed wrong. I committed wrong thing. Okay. <laughs> and he basically said, dude, dude, I have sources. Dude, the Yankees are, he said, quote, the Yankees are at the one yard line on a trade for Matt Olson. Yes. And dude, it is just, uh, this is just so bad. It, it makes my brain hurt. Like the, like if you're going to play, if you're going to play the sources game, that is not how you play it. And I kind of get why he jumped the gun on it. It's a prevalent rumor. And does he have sources? Does he not have sources? We don't know. But sources the, is relative. But if you just say, oh, my sources tell me that the Yankees are working toward a deal for Matt Olson. And if it actually happened, then you'd just be like, oh, you had a lucky guess. He named specifically which players are going to be in the deal. And that would have given him credibility, I guess. It would have given him street cred. And and that's really and the only way you can get credit on on Twitter is if you have sources and if you get moves right. And I get why he did it. I can I see that mindset because during like the NHL draft and the Devils offseason moves, I had a I'm just going to say right now, I had a middleman. I'm not going to say who, but I had a middleman who had a source within the Devils organization to to feed me in to feed us information about like regarding where the devils would go and like like i had sources like i knew what was going on did i get directly up to the minute no but i do know that or i did know that they were in on dougie hamilton way before a lot of people and like, I remember I was trying to play the sources game during that, but I'm just like, nah. Yeah. No, don't <laughs> don't play the sources game. Like, I'm not, like I, I don't have a check mark next to me. So. Right. So I, I'm going to stick to the takes, but hey, I kind of get why he did it, though. Sure. Sure. And like RBW, granted, he's a massive douche. He is not a great dude, but. I get why he did it. Okay. Because you don't say things like that unless, A, you are trying to pull off one of the biggest troll jobs in the history of Yankee Twitter, which, I mean, he succeeded in that department. Yeah. If he was going for that, then he succeeded. Or um, scenario two, where he actually had sources... And he and he tweeted out stuff when that happened. And and initially I poo pooed it, poo pooed right, it. Right. I'm just like, oh, dude, this guy's talking out of his ass. He's yeah. he's a Gary Sanchez stand account. What the hell am I going to listen to him for? Right. And then I kind of started getting, whoa, like a little intrigued when Dan Rourke tweeted something about it. And, right. And Dan 
great dude. We used to be mutuals. Then he unfollowed me. I got, I don't understand why Dan would unfollow me, but at least you get blocked. I didn't get blocked. I know he didn't get blocked. So you're good. Like Dan, he works at John Boy Media. Yeah. He's he's awesome. Yeah, and he tweeted something. He said, "Yeah, I have I have sources who say that that Austin Wells is part of the Matt Olson trade." And then I'm like, "Whoa!" Now Gary Sanchez, RBW, would say something to pull someone's legs. I don't know. That's just kind of the guy that I think he is. Yeah, given his internet footprint, that's who I think he is. Right. I don't think Dan would tweet something like that just to deceive us. That was when I kind of got on the edge of my seat. Granted, nothing happened. Like, we know nothing happened because all we'd be talking about today is Matt Olson. (laughs) (laughs) And then it all came to a head when Jack Curry tweeted out. It's like there has been, like, there haven't been significant, like, players talked about in a potential Matt Olson trade, but the Yankees are, quote, definitely interested right. in a Matt Olson trade. So, great news. I'm just going to say straight up right now, great news. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, wait, wait, the Yankees shrink injuries in Freddie Freeman? Yeah, they're just doing due diligence. I don't think they're going after Freeman. Okay. okay. I, I think, uh, dude, come on. How happy would you be, though? That would be pretty awesome, I'd right? I'd be thrilled if be pretty sweet. Jimmy Yankee. I don't know. It, it, I guess if he wasn't in a Braves uniform, I would love him in pinstripes. Sure. That's so, sure. something. Um, the Justin Verlander market also um, moving rather quickly. After Noah Syndergaard signed his deal with the with, Angels, that's yeah, one year, twenty-one million dollars. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of money for an oft-injured yes pitcher. Well, they get they they'll just increase ticket sales at uh at ticket prices at Disneyland. Big deal. They'll make another Pixar movie. It's easy, that easy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. You just you know, put money into the ball club. Uh, you know, just make more stuff. Yeah. Print your own money. Yeah. Just do what the government does. Um, I didn't know the Yankees were in on Verlander. Hey, I. Oh, he's getting up there, man. No, he can still throw. He's getting yeah, up. Wait, he, 37? Apparently. I mean, I don't know. He's 37, 39. I think he's like 39 or something. Let's check. He's. Now, now Verlander is something that could break at like any hour. He's 38, February 20, 1983. Justin Verlander's 38 years old. Yeah. Wow. Why? Um, geez, I, I mean, it'd be a nice rotation addition. Yeah. Yankees, Braves, Dodgers in on the uh, in on the Verlander sweepstakes. Oof. Wow, I mean, geez, man, a lot of geez, a lot of moves going on already. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Hey, we're we're talking about the like when we talk about the CBA um, freeze and what that could what that could imply right. for um, the free agent market in baseball. Yeah. I like. I feel like this market is going to move very quickly. 
and it's it's burning hot right now. Like right. the stove's hot. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're not going to see the shortstops go off the off the market too quickly. Although there has been, like the Yankees have shown interest in Carlos Correa. That is something that the Yankees themselves have stated. Have stated, like okay. Hal Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman. <laughs> we want have, Carlos Correa. No, they have said that, like they have talked with the representatives of both Corey Seager and Carlos Correa. Okay, talks have ensued. <laughs> Although we don't know. Although we don't know what's going to happen. I feel yeah, like... You know who's going to win out on this one? Corey Seager. <laughs> yeah, Corey Seager's winning. Corey Seager and his agent. My, My God. God. You're like two of the richest baseball franchises uh, vying for your services. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who are going to pay handsomely for you. Jeez, oh, man. All right. Well, congrats to him, man. Congrats to him. Um... Yeah. Well, geez, man. So Ver, Verlander, Corey Seager, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> hell of a team. Everything is crazy. Could be, could be a hell of a I team. Feel like, I feel like if the Yankees do make a move, and I feel like the Yankees are going to make a move soon. Right. Like, there's just too much friction going on for the Yankees not to do something. Right. So it's a Cole, because Verlander. They, like, for one, they have a 40-man roster crunch. And I think if the Yankees do make a move. Who's out? I think who's it is well. Who's I think who's we're gonna, nine pinstripes next year. But I think um, Oswald Oswald Peraza is definitely a name on the table okay. for a potential Matt Olson trade. I yeah. think, like I think, especially that the A's are in sell mode and the Yankees are one of the big dogs who need a first baseman. Although interestingly enough, the Boston Red Sox are also a contender that needs a first baseman. Right. But I don't know if Heim Bloom is ready to be super aggressive yet right. in terms of trade talks or if he's just going to keep doing his thing over in Boston and building a assembly line of serviceable players that drive me insane. So I think that if Matt Olson gets traded, it is going to be the Yankees. That is, that is what I think is going to happen. I am very, I am very bullish on that. No, who are your sources on this? <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I'm what kidding. I've seen, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What I've seen, I don't know. My gut, me. Yeah, my my own two eyes. Yes. Yeah, just I don't know. Just a gut feeling. I think that the way that everything is trending, I think that Matt Olson, if he gets traded, is going to be a New York Yankee, and I probably just jinxed him out of pinstripes by saying that. So, <laughs> possibly. Possibly. So, wow, but bidding, bidding wars. Dodgers, Yankees, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, man. It is going to be. <laughs> but she, be yeah. Great. Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander. Two names I would love to see in any. <laughs> two names you got to be, be happy to see in a rotation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be watching. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, I I like that the baseball offseason is ramped up as quickly as... Yeah, mid-November, man. I like it. Mid-November. We're usually... Yeah. Like, we typically December. don't know what's going to happen nope. until, like, 
a month from now. Eh, winter meetings, all that. Yeah, all that. So winter meetings, although we don't know if what's going to happen in winter meetings. Like this market is moving as quickly as it is because of the collective bargaining agreement. Right. Yeah. Like there's going to be a stoppage. Everything's going to freeze for like two months. Right. If not more. Right. So get it done now. Get it done now. Oh, well, this, this, uh, <laughs> this, this could get interesting. Jeez, where's the, where the Yankees getting all this money? Are they selling stock that we don't know about? I don't know. <laughs> Buy the dip. <laughs> right. And the, uh, yeah. And the Pat Lafrida beef sandwiches, uh, <laughs> the overpriced beef sandwiches. For sure. Hey. Like everything I've seen is we're we're in for a hell of a set spending spree this offseason for the Yankees. They are connected with everybody. Yeah. Uh Yankees are in health Sternbrenner. Willing to discuss Aaron Judge extension. I think if it's any year, dude, it's this year. How long? I How mean, much? Um, I think we're looking at something within the neighborhood of seven years and um upwards of thirty million a year. So Ooh. seven then for at least over two. Two hundred and ten. I mean, dude, it's Aaron yeah. Judge. I know, I know, face of the franchise. Gotta be sell more of his jerseys than anyone else's right now, right? Yeah, yeah. The judge's uh, chambers in the outfield. Yeah, people love him. Yeah, like, what the hell are you going to do? I mean, then the Yankees aren't an organization to let guys like this go. Right. All you got to do is make sure he doesn't get injured. Plays out I that mean, contract. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't gone there. Hey, he's been doing his yoga. He did. The yoga worked, I think. Yeah. Hey, you're, you, you, you can stump for that. Sure. You love your yoga. I do. I do. I'm, I, I, am I injured? No. It my, works. My mom's been trying to get me to do yoga for years. It works. <laughs> it it yeah definitely works so wow all right that's that's cool off marcus stroman calls out yankees wants no part of signing with them Dude, like you want marcus stroman anyways. A, that's so pathetic i, I mean marcus stroman good pitcher i wouldn't mind him good he's okay but i feel he's overrated but whatever to eh, the guy doesn't walk batters no i yeah he's overrated and i think he's got a big mouth too but that's yeah, just me he's got a big mouth i don't know <laughs> he's a good pitcher though Guess that's all you need. Uh, good pitching win, yeah. Typically, typically, then yeah, it works out for you. So. No, I don't care how much of an asshole the god the Yankees get. <laughs> as long as you can, as long as they win a World play. Series, I don't care, dude. Install play. install a cheating lab, dude. I don't care. Right. The Astros ain't get punished for it. I don't think the Yankees would get punished for it. No, I don't care. Screw it. I'd rather be. I'd rather be hated than both hated and laughed at. That is my mindset with the Yankees. Because the Yankees are going to be hated. Sure, no one's laughing at the Yankees. Oh, a lot of people are laughing at the Yankees. Well, after, yeah, after they reach the World Series. Yes, sure. Uh, No, no, the Yankees are, after the Braves won the World Series? Oh, the Yankees are the, the Dodgers and Braves won the World Series in back-to-back years. When people ask, oh, who are the biggest chokers in baseball? People are like, "Mm, those guys in the Bronx. The Yankees are the poster child or the are the poster children for choking in baseball right. now. Right. That is where it's at right now and it sucks and they're still the most hated team in baseball. Yeah. I think people have cooled off about the Astros and they're back to just hating the Yankees. Right. 
And I'd rather be just hated because we win instead of being hated because of our past winning and laughed at because of our present losing. That is, that's just my two cents on, okay. on like the Yankees and who they should <laughs> sign. Like, I, I don't care. I hope it works out for you. Verlander, Freeman, Corey Seager. They're, they're not getting Freddie Freeman. If they're, if they're getting any first baseman, it's going to be. Got blockbuster. It's going to be Matt Olson. Okay. <laughs> but still, Freddie would be pretty, it'd be pretty but, sweet. Okay, Freddie Freeman would be cool, but. Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, let's see if uh, the bozo tweeted okay. anything about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, this guy just tweeted. Ooh, it's Yankees current offer to Justin Verlander per Thorne. Two years, $23 million average okay. annual value. It's like, dude, shut up. Dude, I don't trust anything this guy says. I mean, his last tweet was literally, I won't tweet again until something is official. We'll, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, cool. A- anything in the mailbag? Nope. No. All right. I, uh, uh, anything else on your list? Oh, I gotta see if there's anything on this. Is there anything on Twitter? Oh, God, dude. Nothing is happening. Okay. Well, next week, as we wrap up the show, I'll be hopping in a car and going up to the Prudential Center. So. Oh uh, yeah. Right well, I don't know if I'm gonna be. Oh yeah, you weren't. Yeah, well, yeah. We yeah, might have to move. I'm gonna be. We might have to move up a day or something, or or skip, or just uh, take a know. day of rest. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it I, out. I don't know. You'll figure. It out. Stay know. tuned, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dude, Justin Verlander is just. I feel like Verlander is going to be the next domino to fall. Whether it be for the Yankees or. Or the I don't or they, or, who are they talking about? Blue Jays? I don't know. Yankees, Blue Jays. The Blue Jays um just locked up Jose Barrios for seven years, so okay. that's gonna be a pain in the ass. Right. All right, Verlander, where are you going to? Uh, Yankees Brave Dodgers. Yeah. The White Sox? Well, everyone wants him. Yeah. It's nice to be wanted. Yeah. All right. Good good on you, Justin. <clears throat> All right. Uh, dude, it's it's gonna be weird. Very. Uh, dude, just I need to see something. I, I my head's gonna explode. Wait, um, to wrap up the show, um, yes. now that I don't really have anything else to talk okay. about. Um, you see a Spider-Man show last night? I did not. I was dude, traveling. watch it. Watch it. Right now? Yes. Okay, let's put it up. Uh, yes, right now. I need to. I want to see your live okay. reaction. Okay, we will do this. Uh, oop, we'll go to YouTube. Uh, no Way Home trailer two. It's okay. a hell of a. Oh my oh, God, Xbox, I don't care.
Okay, here we go. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. <laughs> you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hello, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Oh. Otto Octavius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? <laughs> there are others out there. We can send them back. Wow. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. <laughs> I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. <laughs> please. Scooby-Doo this crap. <laughs> 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 Jamie Fox. You're struggling. You have everything you want. Whoa. That's Wolves the phone. Yep. This is all my phone. I can't save everyone. Sandman. Wow. No, wait, there's a... What's happening? They're starting to come through, but I can't stop them. Wow. Dude, that ending part, that makes me kind of think. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the, the Tommy Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, Spider-Verse yes, theory. Yes. I mean, I'm a fan of it happening, no, obviously. It, but You got the villains coming through. You got to have the heroes coming through, too. So it, That would be so come on, cool. Come if, on. I mean, on. hey, Tommy Maguire and Andrew Garfield would love to get a fat paycheck. I They are getting a fat paycheck because this is happening. So <laughs> there's oh, no yeah. doubt. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, that was cool. That was really cool. <laughs> Dude, that December is. 17th, everybody. And uh, yeah. And uh, wait, what's say 17th? That Ghostbusters comes out in two days, too. So ah, it's yeah. a good, Ghostbusters. Good, yeah. good time of the year for the, movies. Yeah. I mean, hey, we haven't had good movie periods for a long time yeah. since the pandemic. Yeah. Also love that Doctor Strange is in it. Cause, yeah, Doctor Strange is one of the more underrated Marvel characters right. at this point. Oh yeah, at not least any, in the MCU. Yeah, not anymore. He's come to the forefront, my friend. Oh yeah, he's. I'm talking and about like great. how people view him. Dude. Yeah, uh, they, for sure. Dude, Benedict Cumberbatch just does cool, the. Man. He does the 
he just does them so well. Yeah. It's awesome. Cool, man. It's going to be do that. That's going to be a great movie. Can't wait. And I've I've been kind of skeptical about Marvel after like what's going to happen in phase four and beyond, because like I'm asking myself, how the hell can you top that? And of course, you kill Cap and Iron Man. Right. So, yep. I'm asking what they're going to do there and like you know the disney plus series those have been good so far i mean loki just threw everything on his head i mean god yeah i mean and falcon and the winter soldier i mean it's a good buddy cop series yep. but i don't know what that implies for the future of the yeah we'll, we'll see well we haven't seen the last of them oh yeah dude, that that's a money printer you right. think disney is gonna right well especially with falcon so yeah with the shield so. <laughs> yeah with captain america oh yeah yep still thought they should have made it bucky though i i still thought bucky being captain america would would have fit better but i mean hey i i love falcon he's a you couldn't go wrong nope nope good stuff man <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah dude. it is i like that they got all the actors back Oh yeah, <laughs> like they got yeah, a lot of lot they of got Alfred Molina lot back of Alfred as Molina. Doc Ock. A lot of Alfred Molina, I love it. Like that sounds like Willem Dafoe as the Green it's, Goblin. It's Willem Dafoe. It's Willem yeah, Dafoe. I don't know who else could do that voice. I, I, don't, I don't know who else they could have being Green Goblin. It's Willem Dafoe. Like, it's so funny. There's just like this video on YouTube where it's like Willem Dafoe Green Goblin best moments. It's like every single scene he's in yeah. because like there was nothing wrong with how he played green goblin yeah like the raimi trilogy even though it was super weird there were hey they there were a lot of bright spots in them and those bright spots were super bright including um willem dafoe's green goblin yeah. and alfred molina's doc ock so that was i was also uncle ben was good in the raimi trilogy did they I tell you, the Raimi trilogy and the Star Wars prequels are very similar in the way that they're dumb in a lot of ways, but they hit on some parts, and those hits were bullseyes. Yeah, for sure. Also, you see that, like, the Kenobi preview, and they're just kind of doing a little pop culture yep. blurb. Yeah, yeah. So they're a pop culture minute. Can't really show. pop culture blurb minute, because, like, we're both nerds. And like, you saw the Kenobi thing that they did they didn't release any footage but um as we know hayden christensen coming back yep. as darth vader mm -hmm. that's gonna be pretty cool ewan mcgregor as obi-wan kenobi yep. it's gonna be uh gonna be interesting we still don't know what the hell is gonna happen with the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. We got Book of Boba Fett coming up first, December twenty. Uh, yeah, Book so. of Boba Fett. Yep. I, I like that Boba Fett's finally getting explored you as know, a character. Well, about time. I mean, sure, extended universe. I'm pretty sure every character has been like made into a tapestry at this point. Yeah. But I mean, Boba Fett. I like he was just too cool of a character. Just throw into the sarlacc pit and just do away with them yeah you're absolutely yeah well they figured it out so thank god <laughs> yeah yeah dude it's gonna be gonna be great stay tuned everybody it's gonna be great dude we're 
like I remember every single like week during the Mandalorian season two, we'd yep. always make a we always make a point kind of like this to talk about the episode. Yep. What happened? Yep. Absolutely. Dude, the, the ending scene in season two might be the, oh, best, the best scene of it anything is. in I the agree. history of television. I agree. So cool. I, I don't think you could get make a better scene than that. Yeah. And also Mark Hamill, like de-aged Mark Hamill, just absolutely uh, ripping the sequels to shreds uh, with that with that one line. It was like, talent without training is nothing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yep. when he said that. Yep. Not so subtle dig, but yes. Got oh, no, it was a dig by like everybody, like John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yeah. Like literally just give Dave Filoni his own trilogy. Just wipe the sequels. Oh, I think we'll, we'll see something like wipe that. Wipe the sequels from the canon. And in in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions, those movies aren't canon. I just, I dismiss them as canon. It helps me sleep at night. It helps me, it helps my brain think straight. Because Emperor Palpatine coming back to life just doesn't work. It completely ruins the character arc of Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader. Wastes the redemption. But that's the that's the route they went. Wasn't that great? The route they went. I I I refuse to acknowledge those things as anything other than crappy fan fiction. Yeah. Written by a ten year old. No, written by a eight year old. Because even a ten year old thinks, why would the Emperor come back to life? Like literally, a ten year old could have written that movie better. Anyways, like. I said that I wouldn't go into a sequel rant. Yeah, for, for, well, for you can't while, run from who you are. No, my no, no. We're, we'll do this one day, maybe in the middle of February. Like, like I don't know when sports are kind of on a on hold. Okay, for a bit when okay. nothing is really happening. Okay, and done. we can just deal. And we can just rip into the sequels for an entire hour because. It would honestly take a whole podcast series to rip those movies to shreds. But, Absolutely. But, yeah. Just wanted to get your input on that. I remember I watched the Spider-Man trailer when, um, like, last night when it dropped and I saw everybody tweeting about it. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this so I don't get it spoiled. And I watched it and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be good. Yep. Also, uh, the Devils called up Fabian Sederland. Okay. Eh? And, uh, you know, he was a prospect on the surging um, Utica Comets, the Devils AHL affiliate, who I still think have less, who I still think are undefeated. Yeah. I still yeah, think they're, they're great. undefeated. Like, yep. they're 10 now. Yeah. I like that the Devils have a good AHL affiliate now. It's weird. It's weird, but it's nice. It's really nice. Like, hey, because you can call any of those guys up. If needed, yes. You can literally call any of them up. They have one ten straight, yes. Literally any of them up to fill in the role for a fourth line grinder, and that's what they're doing with Zetterland. Yeah. And Zetterland has been a Devils prospect who has been on the fringe, you know, the top of the pyramid for quite a while. They are ten and zero. Hot dude! If imagine the Utica Comets winning the Calder Cup, <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah. Oh man. Cool. Very cool. So, anyways, 
that I'm trying to refresh Twitter because I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh my god, dude. Justin Verlander officially declined the qualifying offer from the Astros okay. two minutes ago. Okay. From so, so now it's on uh, John Morosi from MLB. It's on now. Trust the guy. Yeah, it's on, man. It is gonna be Yeah, the market's gonna move quick. Gonna move quick, and it'll probably something will happen in between us stopping the recording and me uploading the episode. So we'll try to get that done as quickly as possible, so we don't miss anything. I hope to God that I haven't missed anything else super important. But yeah, just a pretty hectic week altogether. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. So. Anyways, from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, I'm Cameron Mooley. Don't forget to like, subscribe, ring the notification bell, buy some of my stuff from Teespring. And as always, stay classy in Jersey.